Hello, my better days aheaders. I hope you are all doing okay and navigating these crazy times we appear to be living in. For today, what I want to talk about is something that seems to be a theme that is repeating itself quite a bit. I oftentimes will repeat the same thing to patients and clients during my appointments with them in a given time frame, like a week or two. This has been coming up a lot lately. And it's not to say I don't always sort of repeat the same kind of advice and guidance because I work in a very specific area of health in relation to like healing and personal development, um, mental health, stuff like that. It's always individualized type guidance, but you know what I mean. You're kind of, you know, saying a lot of the same things over the course of time. But what I found over the last six months is I will go through these weird periods of like a week or two where I'm repeating something very specific like every other appointment that I have, things like this will happen for a week or two before it changes to something else. Again, it's only been coming up over the last six months, which is kind of bizarre. So I figured if I'm saying the same thing over and over to those I help during appointments, maybe the masses who don't do regular appointments with me also need to hear this and might you know, have an advantage from hearing guidance like this. I'm going to talk about something I have repeated multiple times this last week and the week before, and then I'm going to expand on it. So this is the concept of letting people surprise you. Let me start off by saying we heal as a community. We are beings that are very connected to other beings, whether you want to believe it or not, whether you want to like it or not, that's how it is. We see a significant decrease in health quality in those who identify as feeling lonely and those who isolate. We see higher rates of anxiety depression, suicide. Now, all of those probably aren't shockers for you, okay? Well, we also see an increase in dementia risk, about a 50% increased risk, as well as premature death, heart disease, stroke, obesity, sleep disorders, and certain metabolic disorders too. We have very credible data on how isolation can deteriorate us. And isolation doesn't just pose a risk of developing mental, emotional type specific disorders like most people tend to think. So what is my point? We know it can affect us on a much deeper level and with the data and information we have, we can conclude it isn't very good for us. However, for many people who have depression and anxiety already, who have been badly hurt by people, those who have been traumatized, and any other reason that someone might want to isolate and stay away from people, not isolating is very challenging. It can be the hardest thing in the world because that's where some people's protection lies. And sometimes they don't know any other protection. People have hurt me, therefore I don't fuck with people anymore, right? Makes perfect sense. Remember, we are beings of survival and a lot of our habits and behaviors stem from wanting to protect ourselves. And also, I know how this feels and goes. This used to be my whole reality. So I hope it doesn't sound like I am somehow like separate from this or I'm speaking as though I don't know how this goes. I've just worked through a shit ton of my own stuff and I don't actively live my life like this anymore. But just know that the understanding and empathy is still there if you are actively living your life this way. I totally understand it. So moving on. Loneliness, according to the APA, is a cognitive discomfort or uneasiness from being or perceiving oneself to be alone. But wait, there's more. 
The APA defines it as the emotional distress we feel when our inherent needs for intimacy and companionship are not met. So it isn't even just about not physically being with other people. It's also about being intimate, being vulnerable, about feeling as though you are understood, that you can relate to others and others can relate to you. A sense of community, and as the APA says, companionship. So, as I have mentioned, I am well aware when you've been hurt by someone, someone that you have been vulnerable with, or when you've had your vulnerabilities weaponized against you, you've been ridiculed for your vulnerabilities, something like that, opening back up is extremely challenging to say the least. I talk a lot about people who have challenges doing this. I talk to a lot of people who have challenges doing this for a variety of reasons. The problem within this, because of what I said before, is that we heal as a community. Well, a lot of it is healing through a community. We at least can't limit our healing to things that we can do alone. We have to also add in the aspect that we need to heal as a community with others that we can feel connected to. So we can do a lot of our healing alone. And there is a good chunk that you do need to do alone. You will need to spend some time alone during your healing journey, point blank period. I've done most of it alone. And I'll get to that in a little bit. But we also heal so much through safe relationships. Relationships can hurt us, but they can also help us to heal ourselves. They can also teach us things, positive things. We can learn that people are compassionate, loving, safe, and that they actually will have our backs and protect us just as much as we can learn that people aren't safe and that people can be terrible, right? As an aside, I hit a roadblock in my own healing journey about six months ago. I had been doing most of this process alone, and I think I hit my limit on self-introspection being the momentum for my growth, but I didn't realize this. But there was definitely a moment where I just kind of felt stagnant and felt like I wasn't really moving. I felt pretty stuck. And sometimes I still do, but like not nearly to the extent that I was feeling about six months ago. And I've spoken about how I got out of a legitimately traumatizing relationship at the end of 2021. And the breakup was very traumatizing. And after that, I was surprised at how many other relationships in my life came to an end. Um, much like what I had experienced at the very beginning of my healing journey at, you know, like towards the end of 2020. It was very strange. So shortly after, I wasn't part of a previous friend group that I was in that I had anymore after I had got out of this relationship. I guess it was like almost a year later, but anyway, some suddenly I just wasn't part of this friend group anymore. And unconsciously, I think I developed this belief that I needed to do everything on my own and I would heal in the comfort of myself and keep everyone else at an arm's distance. That made me feel really good. I was like, I can control this. If I don't let anyone in, no one can fuck shit up. Um, I feel very comfortable in the presence of myself. I've mentioned that before. It's very strange. Like I've always had a very good relationship with myself and the things that I can control within my own psyche. Here and there, I've, you know, I guess I should say over the last probably like six or seven years, 
before that, it, it, I had a, a ton of negative self-talk and I still had some over the course of the last six, seven years. But like this last few years of my life, it's been, it has been so much better. In fact, when I have negative self-talk now, it's very few and far between, which sounds crazy. It almost seems like when I used to do that, it's like a very distant, faint memory or almost like it never was that bad. But I know that it used to be bad. So I should say, you know, growing up, I had a lot of that. But over the last like, couple of years, um, not so much. Like I've had a pretty good relationship with myself. Like I know who I am and I can, I'm, I'm okay with working through my own shit and like talking to myself. And like, I have a very strong sense of self in that regard, right? But I definitely have some issues when it comes to other people. I've learned that a lot of the distress that I feel and like the lows that I feel, it, it has to do with other people. Um, and when I'm like vulnerable with other people and I get hurt and stuff like that, I'm, I'll probably touch on that again towards this podcast, but I don't want to get too off track. But anyway, so like I said, I unconsciously after you know, I, so this was like a year ago or something like that. Unconsciously after I left this friend group, I think I developed this belief that I needed to do things on my own and that I would, I could just heal in the comfort of myself because I knew who I was. I'm like, we can do this and nobody can come in and like screw shit up. Like I know how to do this myself. I've been doing this now for a little bit, right? Cause I've been consciously healing, doing the work for the last couple of years. So I learned in doing that I was being avoidant, right? As we tend to think, um, I was avoiding being vulnerable to others and showing who I really was and relinquishing this sense of control because I was adding variables in, which were other people that I can't control. And I thought just by shutting everyone out that that was healing, right? But it, it really is just avoiding the hard stuff and showing other people who I really was and like burying my soul. So once I realized this, I started letting my guard down more again and allowing this healing process to kind of extend into my current and active relationships like for real for real and this was not easy i didn't realize how tough it would actually be to be authentic to like everyone around me even if i got shut down or they didn't get it or they thought i was weird or like too much and i'm sure a lot of people can relate to that not really at all in like my current friend group, but like outside of my current friend group, like I've, I've definitely cultivated like who I want in my life and like who I don't. And there were some, some people who were like in, who were kind of extensions of this friend group that, you know, I thought I could trust and then they kind of burned me and then I've acted accordingly. Right. So I have a lot of really great friends in my life. Um, and they aren't who I'm talking about here, but it took a minute to kind of weed through some people that I thought were, they had my best interest in mind. Like they had my back and, Turns out it was a complete facade, which was not fun. And after you go through something like that, you really don't want to put yourself back out there again. But I, I had to do it. I needed to. I needed other people. I needed that sense of community and to feel supported. We are so energetically connected to others. It's insane. And that was like my worst fear for a while. But guess what? It's been the next phase or segment or whatever, if you will, of this transformation in my life, it's a deeper vulnerability. So it's not just like shadow work and like, you know, me, myself and I having to work through our shit and like face myself and like really like uncover these subconscious beliefs about myself, you know, these negative core beliefs and all these other things, right? It's letting others in on me as me, all of it. 
not just what I want them to see and what is more conventionally attractive, so to speak, but all of it, the um, not so glamorous parts too. I don't want to say like ugly or, you know, whatever negative, because I don't, I don't want to put that spin on it because I think that all parts of healing are important and they can be really beautiful, but you know what I mean? Like the parts that we just, we don't want to show people were like, that is fucking crazy. Maybe I don't actually express that. Um, no, even that. Yeah. Even that. So anyway, when I talk about letting others surprise you, it's met with a lot of pushback as you can imagine. And I understand why, because I've been there and Again, like I was no longer part of a friend group that I was previously in at the end of 2022. And initially I was devastated and it was a while before I met the friends that I currently have. And when I left that initial friend group, I felt betrayed and I really cared. You know, I, I let myself be vulnerable and I really cared and it was very hurtful to find that they didn't. Um, bizarre. And at the time I was like, fuck this. I don't need anyone ever again. I'm not going to do this again. And this current friend group that I'm in that I just, I like stumbled upon, they are worth their weight in gold. Can I just say that? They're gold. From the get-go, I've had one friend. I've been able to say anything that's on my mind, anything that I need to talk about. And she can relate to me. She gives me meaningful responses. She's like empathetic, like crazy, right? From the very beginning. And I didn't get that with my last group. I will admit, like, I didn't realize what I wasn't getting until I I started getting all of these other needs met with this current friend group. And a few months ago, I decided to be more authentic with what was going on with me and the struggles I have ongoing with other people kind of within this group, which I wasn't doing before initially. Like, I kind of was here and there. But as I said, like, there were kind of some extensions of this group who I kind of opened up to and... I got burned a little bit and I, it made me a little gun shy. And I was like, maybe I don't do that. Or maybe I just kind of like keep, you know, these couple people I feel like I can connect to and like just not open up to anyone else, especially within this group. Right. And I decided a few months ago, I didn't want to really do that anymore. Like I wanted these people to really see me for me and let them surprise me. And I was surprised. People genuinely cared. They showed up. Like when my dog was going through, you know, but she was on her deathbed. Okay. She was like literally going to die. Like I had the vets like sending me euthanasia information and like everyone was just like, this is what you need to be prepared for. Okay. And they showed up and they did not have to, and they didn't even really know what was going on, but they showed up. And I just never thought I'd have friends like this. I think I've told you guys previously, if I haven't, then I'll repeat it, but I didn't have friends. Okay. And I mean that like after middle school, I didn't have any friends. Most of it was me isolating because I had all these mental health issues from my early teen years, including eating disorders, multiple, and I was ashamed of who I was. And I never felt like I fit in. I didn't know how to have healthy relationships. Nobody could relate to me. And, you know, part of me not having healthy relationships was that I didn't have any examples. And even into my early 20s, trying to have meaningful relationships was a struggle. It was hard. It still is. Like 15-year-old me would be elated to know I found my people, finally, at 30 years old. Amazing. Amazing. Here's the thing. If I truly swore off people forever, I wouldn't have found these people. But I let others surprise me. I decided to 
just a small part of me, commit to the idea and the possibility that maybe if I let people in just enough, kept my guard up, but let people in just enough with the possibility that they might actually be good to me, maybe they'd surprise me. And I'd get this sense of connection I'd been lacking for so, so long that could be one of the most fulfilling aspects of my life and something I deeply wanted because I didn't want to be alone. I thought being alone was my only option, so I wouldn't get hurt, right? But it wasn't really what I wanted deep down. And I think a lot of you don't really want to be alone. You just think that it's a necessity so you don't get betrayed again, right? abandoned, hurt by people that you trust. So I wanted this so I could really learn that relationships didn't all have to be painful and not everyone just wanted something from me or just wanted to use me, just wanted to hurt me. And I'd lose out on this amazing thing if I had kept my walls up completely and never let anyone in. I mean, I swore everyone off for a while, don't get me wrong. And then I decided that I wanted more for my life. And I very much so did that with friendships, you know, I have amazing people in my life. I love them. If you guys are listening to this, shout out to you guys because, and you know who you are, but like, thank you. Seriously, from the bottom of my heart, um, you've helped me heal so much. So I've done that with friendships, but we're still working on the romantic relationship side. Even though I went through a very traumatic breakup in the last year and a half um, or something like that, two years, and the last few people that I've dated on top of this have also turned out like not to be great endeavors for me. Like, I've learned a lot, but it wasn't like a pleasant experience, you guys. So I'm not swearing off the possibility that I can have a romantic relationship in my life too, um, even if I never find it. I'm just, I'm not swearing off that possibility. I might not ever find it. I have become totally okay with that, all right? But I'm still going to allow people to surprise me when I'm ready because I'm not there yet. But when I'm ready, I'm still going to leave open that possibility that, you know, there might be someone who really surprises me in the best way. Listen, it might be your neighbor, a coworker, a stranger, someone you'd never suspect. Some people want to hear your story. They want to be your friend. It doesn't mean you have to take a wrecking ball to the reinforced walls that you've got up all at once, okay? You could take it in stride. You could take it in baby steps, all right? You just peek one eye over the wall like I did. Just like a little, little tiny peek, right? But I promise not everyone is going to hurt you. You have to believe me. It doesn't also mean that you can't protect yourself still. Maybe you let the like maybe you let them in and they let you down, right? Maybe the next person burns you. Okay. Like I said, I had that happen too. It sucked. It was not fun. I almost decided, okay, I'll just crawl right back into that hole that I just came out of. I literally just came out of, right? But you get back on the horse knowing that you deserve that kind of connection and love. It's not about them. This process is not about them, okay? It's about you. You're not doing this for them. They don't get to dictate whether or not you continue going. It's about you because you deserve to find your people. You deserve to have a community and a sense of connection to people who love you and want you to succeed and show you that the world actually can be great. Maybe you need a break if you get let down again. That's okay. But come back to it, friends. We need others to get through this crazy life. 
Just make sure you don't swear off everyone before you get to see what's on the other side of the pain from relationships. You got this. Also, I don't know if you guys know this, but Bob Barker recently passed and I didn't realize he was an activist for animals and that he used to have this signature sign off on The Price is Right reflecting his activism. And I relate so much to that as a vegan and a major advocate for animals. So as a tribute to him and also to use this platform I have in a more meaningful way, especially to myself, I'd like to do the same. So be kind to animals. Please spay and neuter your pets and adopt. Don't shop. Thank you for making the world a better place.